Welcome to 2024 Our Story, a podcast exploring what it's like to be attending Scripps College in a moment when the world is recovering from a global pandemic. I'm Ellen. And I'm Alyssa. Today we're continuing our series featuring identity-based clerks at Scripps. As we've mentioned before, CLORG is an acronym used at Scripps and the other Claremont colleges that stands for clubs and organizations. Our identity CLORGs are basically our affinity groups. Today, we're very excited to share the microphone with Emma, a co-head of ASU, or the Asian American Student Union. Emma is a junior at Scripps, majoring in organismal biology. And aside from her work at ASU, Emma is an artivism intern for SCORE, marketing assistant for the Tiernan Fieldhouse, and is on leadership for both TASA and the Artist Coalition. Uh, and the Asian American Student Union, also known as ASU, is a political organization for Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander, and Alaskan Native students at Scripps College. They seek to help their members build relationships with each other and with other students of color, provide space for members to explore issues of race, class, gender, sexuality, disability, and nationality, and build awareness of Asian American histories and current issues. Emma, thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here today. That was a very long intro of ASU, but we were hoping you could tell us a little bit more about what ASU does specifically this year as we are coming back from being online and being virtual. Um, I'm sure that that description that we got from the ASU website does not truly encompass everything that you all do. So if you could let us in on that, that would be wonderful. Yeah, so ASU basically serves as a space for APETA identifying students. And we want to create a space where people can feel comfortable like expressing their identity or exploring their identity and also be around other APITA identifying students. So we focus primarily on hosting events, some social, some more political. This year we've done some primarily social events, one to bring everybody together after a year online, making allowing people to connect together. But we're also hoping that like in the future, we can also hold more political things, getting sort of back to like ASU's root as a more political organization, focusing more on like the politics surrounding ASU and surrounding its role in scripts. Yeah, I mean, being a co-head of ASU and like with everything that you do um, and specifically all the work that you put into ASU, what does it mean as a core to you personally? I think that since scripts is a predominantly white institution, it feels really nice having this space that's sort of dedicated to APETA identifying students, a place where your identity isn't questioned or isn't something that you have to prove, but it's something that's just your APETA identifying and that's good enough. And it's sort of also a place where you feel comfortable around other people who may share the same background as you or people who have the same like history as you. So you understand each other. So then when you talk about like different issues like mental health, you have the same sort of like understanding that you don't need to explain if like you might have to, if you're having a conversation with people who don't share a similar identity. Yeah, no. And I mean, you are a junior, so you were here for the first semester before the pandemic happened and before everyone went online. Could you tell us a little bit about your experience transitioning from that like member of ASU to co-leadership and why you chose to apply for that? Yeah, so the reason why I choose to apply for ASU is because I really wanted to help foster like a community for PIDMA students. So because I'm from the Bay Area, it's predominantly Asian. So <laughs> there's- And I feel that. <laughs> yeah. So like in high school, there wasn't really a need to like explore my identity because, I, because almost everybody else was Asian. So it felt like 
there wasn't need to like explain like oh, I'm Asian. This is some cultural stuff I experienced. There's some holidays I practiced like because everybody else was also experiencing the same holidays. Everybody else was taking the same language classes. We all do experience a lot of similar things. But then at Scripps, it's a, like a different experience because it isn't predominantly Asian. So to try to find like community like within scripts where I can actually like d- dig deep into the identity without being in a community that's like predominantly that you don't really think too much about your identity to one that you really have to consider it and how it affects the way you explore the world or navigate your life and transitioning from just a member is that as a member it's sort of just you just go to events and then you just experience them as they're happening but as a leadership you have to plan them out and you have to think about like what do people want to see what do people need right now like what are the needs of the scripts community and how can we best address it especially during the pandemic and like during like COVID learning yeah that's a lot to consider (laughs) yeah that's a beautiful answer as well and I feel like just circling back to this transition of being a member to co-leading since you were here for a semester before we went online, um, what kind of events, like, did it look different when ASU was in person before the pandemic? Um, I know you talked a little bit about, like, political events and wanting to, like, lean more towards that and get back to ASU's roots, but um, did you see more of that when you were in person before the pandemic started? Well, before the pandemic started, I was mostly, like, more involved with ASK because as a first year. I'm not too sure exactly like in recent years how much political stuff has happened, but I do know that from ASU's history, it did sprout from the need for like identity-based clerics on Scripps campus and the feeling of a lot of students not feeling like their voices were heard. So that's also something that we're trying to do now is trying to like collect like the history of and ASU and trying to figure out like how did ASU get founded? Like what were the backbones of the clerk and like what are some of the things that may not have been passed down through the years? Yeah, I, I think you've kind of touched on this. We have ASK, which is the Asian American Sponsor Program on campus. It's interesting how our sponsor program for Asian American students is different from the student union. Uh, I was wondering what, in what ways you two have collabed or in which ways you're hoping to collaborate in the future or whether you see them as two separate entities um, and how those overlap maybe. Yes, so we did one collaboration with ASP in the fall semester where we did a boba social. So then we just got boba together and we wanted to have like everybody come together and and like be social with each other and like interact and have conversations. It was really popular and we ran out of boba before the event started. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I mean, everyone loves boba. Yeah, the best way to get anybody to come to an event is to bring boba. But yeah, so... I would say we're two organizations that are like two halves of the same coin. I would say ASP is like the introductory to like the Asian identity at Scripps, where it's sort of like introducing you not only to, to other people who share the PETA identity, but also to Scripps and how to, to navigate your life through Scripps as an PETA student. And then ASU is sort of like the, now that you sort of more understand like your place in the community, or maybe now you understand, you get to know more people with the same identity. Now, like, here's some things, some more ways for you to expand on your identity, more things to be involved in, more ways to like sort of build upon like how you've grown at Scripps. In ASU, we have like social events, 
to like continue building on bonds that you may have built through ask and also we have political or like more serious like workshops so that you can more critically think about your identity and the ways that your identity impacts your life yeah i mean i'm a little curious about that kind of I don't know if it would technically be a transition, but I'm wondering if members typically, like students in their first years, do they join ASP usually and then are a part of that for the first two years and then transition? I think it's more so that because being part of ASP offers more like mentorship. So it's helpful for like first years who don't really know the environment very well, don't know the community as well. The sort of gets an upperclassman who does know more to like sort of like help them out and like provide support. And then ASU is also always there as a support, but our focus isn't so much on mentoring first years, but more so about like catering to like the entire APITA community at Scripps. So it's more like more general event and programming, whereas I think ASP is more specific targeted towards new students. Yeah, um, and I mean, these events are so important to bring people together. And I know that you said that you're planning on kind of moving or shifting a little bit more to kind of political events, but um, we were just wondering like, what are some projects or events or things that um, ASU is planning that you're personally really excited about for the future? Or events that you've already put on that you really enjoyed as well. We can go more in depth (laughs) to that as well. Either either or. Yeah, so right now, one of our members is trying to work on like cultivating ASUS history, trying to work on like the history of identity-based clerics at Scripps and at SCORE and trying to focus on like the history of it and collecting all the information from past generations. So we're sort of like digging into like our Google drives and like finding all the past documents and finding any recordings we can find or anything else. So I think that's really interesting to try to find out like how did ASU get started? Because when I looked at like the timeline, it's actually really recent, like chloric. It's surprising to me how recent it was founded. And then I just thought that like, it's so interesting how like, it's not really discussed about how like ASU was founded. It's more so because when I came in, I just thought like ASU has been around for like a very long time, but it actually hasn't. And it also took a lot of student organizing to get it started, to get score, to get all of those things started. So I think it would, be really interesting to figure out like how did it get started yeah I mean do you remember do you know the year that ASU was founded I think ASU was founded in 1993 and it used to be the Asian American woman as resources for each other wow wait what's, what's that acro- Asian American woman as Who? resources for each other so its acronym was AWARE oh, oh I see Huh. Wow. Scripps really loves its acronyms. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's true. Even in the 90s. Even back in the day. <laughs> love that. Love that. Wow. That sounds like a, such a cool project. Uh, what are you planning to do with that information once your team has like gone through it? Well, I think we just want to sort of make it accessible to anybody who wants the information, like put it on like our Instagram page or like our website and just trying to like make it so that it's not something that like will be forgotten in the future and make it more easily accessible and not something that you have to dig through lots of old documents to try to like collect all the history. Well, I just think it's a really cool project in general. I think it's a common theme that's been popping up with a lot of stuff, like people just starting to like go through the history of things. I think it's super cool. There's Mm -hmm. so much information, like you said, there's so much out there, but it's really not really organized or really easily accessible to students, I think. Yeah, and I mean, we're coming into the end of the semester. 
and the end of the academic year, which means that next year we have a whole bunch of new students coming in to Scripps. And is there any, any notes, anything that you would like to say to them if they're interested in joining ASU? Yeah, so ASU obviously welcomes any and all APEDA-identifying students as Scripps, regardless of what year you are. Like, it doesn't matter if you're first year or fourth year, we always, like, welcome you to come to our events. And we're always willing to, like, listen to people for any suggestions they have for events or anything they would like to see us put on. Like, we're open to any suggestions, and we're really here to sort of help the APEDA community for, for whatever they need. And your Instagram page is? <laughs> <laughs> Not to put you on the spot. I just want to make sure this information gets out and people are ready (laughs) to join and apply. Yeah, so our Instagram handle is scripsasu, S-C-R-I-P-T-S-A-A-S-U. Perfect. uh, Yes. I think, yeah, ASU is doing amazing work. All of the identity corgs are. So you should definitely check them out. I think there's a lot and I'm very excited for all of the programs y'all are going to throw in the future and for this archive project too I think it's especially important coming out of the pandemic okay well <laughs> thank you for joining us today I really enjoyed this conversation I think it's helped me learn more about ASU but yeah no Emma thank you so much for joining us it was great hearing about ASU uh, and yeah we hope that our listeners will hear this and be interested in joining you all next year or even now as we finish this semester so that they'll be added right onto your email list next year. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Twenty Twenty Four Our Story is published through Scripps Communities of Resources and Empowerment. This episode was edited by Ellen Hu and Instagram graphics are designed by Alyssa Wend. Callie is courtesy of Wadaboy on Pixabay. You can find that link as well as more content on our Instagram page at 2024 Story Podcast. As the school year closes out, the SCORE team would like to thank our community for engaging with us through programs and online content. SCORE programming will continue in the fall. We're wishing you all the best as final season approaches and hope that you have a great summer. That's everything we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye!